Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. Well, it is December, and we're getting ready for Christmas. Those of us here in America, we just finished celebrating Thanksgiving and uh, having lots of turkey and uh, apple pie and lots of good food and fellowship with our friends and family. Getting ready for Christmas and finishing off the year of 2020. My, my, what a year. Lacey and I would just have a great testimony, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of the economy, you know, and everything that's going on. Uh, not just in America, but all around the world, I just got to tell you how good God is. You know, we've been married almost 20 years, and in our almost 20 years of marriage, this has been our best year financially, personally, and ministerially. And it's been absolutely amazing to see what God has done in a, and for us. The goodness of God is just absolutely amazing. And so uh, we're finishing off 2020 better than, than what we started. But again, this has been our best year ever. And we're just expecting to go into 2021 and, and uh, just start that thing off with a bang. So we're really excited about 2021 and everything that God has in store for us. Some of those things we're aware of and some of those things, praying those things out and walking those things out. But we know that God is faithful and God is good. Man, he's so good. Well, let's get into this month's episode. We're going to talk about the purpose of the body, the purpose of our body. You know, we are a three-part being. We're spirit, soul, and body. Uh, all three parts are to be equally blessed. You know, God wants us blessed spiritually, socially, emotionally, financially. He wants us blessed in our body to be healthy. We're to be blessed intellectually, mentally. We're to be blessed in all of those areas. But if you look at our world, the great importance has been placed on our mind and on our body. And in, and in reality, the, the most importance, there's been a tremendous importance that's placed on the body. And if you look at the things of the world, if you look at our society, the things of society, the things of this world are essentially to make you body dominated, to make you body dominated. Now, you know, if you listen to Kenneth E. Hagan, whom uh, Lacey and I were very blessed uh, to grow up under, went to his Bible school. But, you know, if you listen to him, read many of his books, it doesn't take long before you hear him talking about being God inside minded and being dominated by our spirit. And those are things that you hear not just from him, but you go back and listen to people like John Lake and, and people like Smith Wigglesworth. You hear the same thing over and over and over again about being dominated by our spirit, about being God inside minded. But friends, the things of this world, this world in our society is not about being God inside minded and certainly not about being dominated by our spirit. It's all about the body. And we know this to be true. I mean, even just in our natural everyday day lives, when you're hungry, well, where does your focus turn to? Well, it turns to your body. Uh, when you're tired, where does your focus turn to? 
well, you're not thinking about God. You're not thinking about reading your Bible. You're not thinking about your awareness of him. Your body is yelling at you and you become focused on your body. When you're sick, well, where does your focus turn to? Well, it turns to the body. And we have to understand and realize that there's a constant push. There's a constant pull for which area or which facet of us is going to dominate us. And we have to understand the roles and responsibilities of each one of these. Now, those of us, those of you that are listening to uh, the Supernatural Live podcast, I'm pretty sure that most of us have a pretty good understanding of the fact that we are supposed to be dominated by our spirit and understanding that role and purpose. But I don't think that a lot of us, regardless of what circle that you're in, uh, what religious you know, affiliation that you have, I don't think a lot of us really take the time to understand the purpose of our body. The purpose of our body. You know, the purpose of our body essentially was to give us access into this world. The purpose of our body, our human body, was to allow us to function in this world and transmit God to this world. But the function of our body was not to dominate us, not to tell us what to do. And we can see this in the very beginning when God created mankind in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27, God said, let's make man in our image and our likeness. Let's make them to be like us. And in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says that God created the human body. He created the body out of the dirt. And the body was laying there. It was formed, fashioned, but no movement, no animation, no life. And then when God put his spirit, he put his life on the inside of that body, all of a sudden that body became alive. So right there in the very beginning in the garden, we see that the purpose of the body was not to dominate the spirit, but the purpose of the body was to be dominated by the spirit, that the spirit man was to be the one that was in control and the body was simply to follow along. The body was what was allowing the spirit to have access into this natural world. That was the purpose of the body, to give us access into this world, to allow us to function in this world while transmitting God, while transmitting God. But again, everything in this world is trying to make us body conscious and body ruled. And again, we know that just from natural everyday today things, when we're hungry, when we're tired, you know, if you've experienced any symptoms in your body of sickness or disease, I mean, everything's trying to turn your focus to your body. And the problem is, is that the more conscious we are of the body, the harder it will be to maintain our connection and our awareness of God. Now, when I talk about connection, I'm not talking about our righteousness. I'm not talking about our position. Those things will never change once we're born again. Our righteousness is not based on our works. It's not based on our feelings. It's based on everything that Jesus did for us. It's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. But when we're talking about connection, I'm talking about our awareness of God, our hearing from him, our seeing from him, our abiding in him. We're talking about our connection there, our consciousness, our connection. And so, again, the more conscious we are of the body, the harder it will be to maintain our connection and our awareness of God. Have you ever noticed how hard it is to spend time in prayer when your body's screaming at you? And this is one of the reasons that God doesn't want your body sick. This is why we know it's his will for us to be healed is because when you're sick, 
Uh, when you've got body aches, when you have a fever, when things are going on in your body, your attention is not on him. Your attention is on your body. And it makes it extremely difficult for you to, to have your consciousness and your awareness on him because you're more conscious and aware of your body. It's one of the major reasons that God wants you to be healed because he doesn't want your body to be a hindrance. He doesn't want your body to be a hindrance. It's interesting to me that when we look at Jesus and we look at when he was in the wilderness and he was there for 40 days, and the Bible tells us that when Satan came to tempt him, the very first temptation that he brought was against Jesus' body. Did you ever notice that? The very first temptation was against his body. The Bible says that Jesus had gone 40 days without eating. He was hungry. He was hungry, and it says that Satan came to him and tempted him, trying to get him to turn the rocks into bread. But isn't it interesting? That was the very first thing that Satan came to do. He immediately began to attack, immediately began to tempt and test in regards to the body. Why? Because our body has an extremely loud voice. We all know this. I mean, if you've gone even just a few hours without eating, your body begins to scream at you. Your body begins to talk to you, and it begins to get really loud. If you've gone a few hours or if you've you know, fasted a, even a day or two, I mean, you know what happens. Your body begins to scream at you, and that voice is really loud. But, you know, that's one of the purposes of fasting. It's to shut your body up, to tell your body to be quiet, and to show who's the one that's in control and who's the one that's not in control. And that's one of the beautiful purposes of that and things that come from that is that through fasting, spending time fasting, whether it's just one meal or whether it's a day or two or three, and doing that, you quiet the voice of your body and you amplify the voice of your spirit. You know, when we look at Adam and Eve, this is really interesting. You look at Adam and Eve and when they sinned, it's interesting because when they sinned, they became very, very aware of their physical body for the first time. So much so that it caused them to run and to hide from God. Again, we're talking about the purpose of our body. And our purpose of our body is, again, to give us access to this world, allow us to function in this world, and to manifest God. But we're not seeing a lot of that. The opposite, our body is it's leading us, it's dominating us, and in many ways, we've allowed it to become a hindrance to our connection and our relationship with God. And we're just, I just want to show you the purpose of our body, but also show you how these things have become a hindrance to us in our connection, in our relationship, our fellowship with God. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, we see this with Adam and Eve. It says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband who was with her and he ate. And the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked. And so they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. In verse eight, it says, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord from among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? Notice verse 10. It says, Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And God said, Who told you that you were naked? 
Now, isn't this interesting? Why did Adam hide? It doesn't say that Adam hid from God because he sinned. I mean, that, that right there is just something we could look at in and of itself, was that Adam, he never, he never apologized for what he did. He never owned up to his sin. But he doesn't hide from God because he sinned. He hides from God because he's naked. You see, immediately, immediately sin comes into the camp, and immediately Adam is being ruled by his body. He has become very much conscious of his body. And this is a, a wonderful, wonderful thing for us to, to learn here is that the more conscious you are of your body, the less conscious you are, the less focused you are going to be on God and the things of God. The more focused you are on your body, the less focused you will be on the things of God. Here you have Adam very much aware, very conscious, very focused on his body. And as a result, now he's hiding from God. He's not focused. On, on God. He's focused on his body. He's focused on himself. You see, Jesus makes some statements in regards to our body and, and Jesus' perspective on our body. In Matthew chapter 5, Matthew 5 and verse 29, Jesus said this. He said, if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that if one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. You see Jesus' perspective on the body, and it was, you don't want your body to dominate what you do. Essentially, Jesus said this. He said, if it's hindering you, get rid of it. Now, I certainly don't think uh, Jesus was you know, abdicating, uh, literally cutting off your arm or cutting off your hand. But you see this in that, hey, if this is causing you a problem, get rid of it. Why? Because you don't want to be dominated by your body. You don't want the things of this world to dominate you and take away from your awareness and your connection with God. He said, if it's, getting, if it's hindering you, well, get rid of it. Obviously, Jesus didn't put like a whole lot of importance on the body. You understand what we're, what we're saying here. He didn't want us to be body dominated. We need to be spirit dominated. You know, just because I get a headache, it doesn't mean that I should automatically run and grab a Tylenol. Now, I'm not going to talk about medications or anything in this. You know, I, I'm, I'm for it if that's what you need to do and you're in those situations. But too many times we've allowed ourselves to just get into that habit of, the, of as soon as my head starts to hurt, well, I immediately run to go grab some medication or I get some aches or pains and I immediately run, grab some medication. And the reason we do that is because, well, one, we've been trained up to do that in this world, but two, we're allowing our body to immediately tell us what to do, how to do it, how fast to run, where to go. You could look at this even in regards to food again. Just because I get hungry doesn't mean I have to drop everything right then and there and go get some food and stick in my, in my mouth. But every time that I do that, I'm allowing the voice of my body to dominate me. And I'm allowing the voice of my body to become louder and the voice of my spirit to become softer. As soon as I, I jump to do something that my body says I, I need you to do, if I do that, then that's causing me to be more dominated by my body. And it's causing me to give my body 
more responsibility than what it was supposed to have. It's causing my body to have a greater voice in my life than what it was supposed to have. Remember, my body, its only purpose really in this life was to allow me to operate in this world, to function in this world, and so that what's in my spirit could flow through my body and connect, help connect other people in this world. When I'm eating, it doesn't mean that I have to eat everything that's on my plate. Now, you know, I kind of struggle with that when I was growing up. I didn't necessarily have a weight problem or anything, but I had such a poverty mindset. Felt like if I wasn't eating everything on my plate, I was wasting food. And heaven forbid, when I went to a restaurant and I was paying for it, <laughs> you better believe if I was paying for it, I was eating everything that they brought on that plate. It wasn't because I was necessarily hungry, but because I had such a poverty mindset, I didn't want to waste any food because if I wasted food, I thought I was wasting my money, you know. Well, we certainly don't want to be that way either, but we also don't want to be dominated by our body and that just because it's on the plate, I got to make sure and eat all that and fill up my body. Sometimes it would do us good to leave a little bit on the plate just so we're showing our body who's in control. That's one thing I can say about my wife, Lacey. I mean, she does that all the time. She is certainly not one that's dominated by food. I've seen this girl for our entire marriage, I mean, get a chocolate bar, get a, a Snickers or, you know, something like that, a Butterfinger, and she will eat on that thing for a week. It's like a little mouse just eating on this. Now, if it was me, I mean, I stick the whole thing in my mouth. I'll be honest. I'm not going to sit there and eat that over a, th a three to five day period. I'm eating it right there in the first 30 seconds. I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to eat the whole thing. But she sits there and she'll just eat on it and take, she'll take a little bite or two one day and the next day eat another bite or two. Well, in reality, that's actually a, a pretty good thing. Not saying we, we shouldn't be able to enjoy foods, but what I'm trying to get at is that we don't want to allow our body to dominate us. And sometimes it's good in those situations to just do some things sparingly just for the sole purpose of showing our body who's in control. Because every time I show my body who's in control, that me, the spirit man, is in control, I am elevating the voice of my spirit. By doing that, I'm elevating not only the voice of my spirit, I'm also elevating God and my consciousness of God in my life. This is really what this comes down to. It's a part of this thing we call sanctification, sanctifying ourselves or separating ourselves from the things of this world. When I'm doing that, again, I'm elevating the voice of my spirit, and as a result, I'm deepening my connection with God and spirit things. And this is something I'm personally working on right now is, is going even further in my separation going even further in, in my sanctification uh, of my body. You know, we hear the word sanctification, and so many people, they automatically think about sin. Well, at some point in our spiritual growth, we need to move way beyond that, and it goes far beyond just trying to make sure I don't sin. At this stage in the game, I'm past that piece. I'm working on my connection with God. I'm working on my connection and my awareness of Him, and so... Right now, I'm working on making sure that my body does not have the greatest voice in my life. This is why it's so vitally important that we're spirit-dominated and not body-dominated. We have to realize the role of our spirit and our flesh.
Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 24, he was talking to the woman at the well, and he said, God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So this shows me that I can connect to him spiritually. And it shows me that the things that I do must be done in the spirit. Even when it comes to my praise and worship, if you're like me, when you're at church, probably do start out in the flesh. You, you walked into church and maybe your mind was more on something that was going on at home or business or this or that. And you get to church and your mind maybe isn't necessarily on God as much as it is, but you start out in the flesh. And when you start out in the flesh and you lift your hands and you begin to worship him, do you realize what you're doing? You're putting your body under, you're putting your body down, and you're giving your spirit the greater voice. Because let's be honest, your flesh doesn't want to worship. Your flesh does not want to lift your hands, and your flesh does not want to worship God. But when we do that, we're lessening the voice of our body, and we're increasing the voice of our spirit. We're increasing our awareness of spiritual things. And as a result, it increases our connection and our awareness of God our awareness of God. So let's finish up here. We're, we're talking about our connection, and we're going to get into this more in next month's episode. We're going to talk more about our connection and talk about the tangibility of God. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, a real familiar passage of Scripture for many of us is verse 7. It says, we walk by faith and not by sight. But have you ever really looked at that in context of what Paul's talking about? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6, he said, so we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We're confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So what it comes down to is this, is that the less aware I am of my body, the more present I am, so to speak, with the Lord. Or you could say, and we're not talking about presences in regards to physical location, but the more present I am as far as my connection and my awareness of him, the less aware I am of my body, the more connected I am with the Lord. The less of a voice my body has, the more easily connected I am to the Lord. We look at this, this passage of scripture in regards to, you know, dying and going to be with the Lord, but it, it doesn't have to be just in regards to the future. It can also be in the present right here, right now, my body, looking at the connection between my body, my spirit, and my connection with the Lord. The less conscious of my body that I am, then the more conscious I can be of spiritual things. And in regards to that, the more I'll win in life simply because I'm more conscious of spiritual things, conscious of my awareness of God because my body isn't dominating me and in control. So when I'm removing my earthly connections, and becoming more dull to their influence, and consequently being, being more sharp to spiritual things, then that allows me in the heat of battle to bet my life on the realities of God. Why? Because I'm more conscious of Him than I am of natural things. I'm more conscious of my spirit than I am of my body. If you want to be more conscious and aware of God, then you're going to have to be more conscious and aware of your spirit. Why? Because God resides in your spirit. But the more conscious and aware you are of your body, the harder you're going to have, the harder of a time you're going to have in your connection, your consciousness, and your awareness of God. So, those are just some things to get you started and thinking on this month. 
And next month, we're going to go into it a little bit deeper and we'll talk about more about our connection, our consciousness of God, and the tangibility of God. So meditate on those things. Take some notes there. And hey, give us some feedback. Let us know some things that you're thinking, some things that you're learning. If you've got some testimonies that's come from the Supernatural Live podcast, please share those and let us know. We've gotten some great testimonies, great things that we've heard from different people all around the world that listen to the Supernatural Live podcast, different miracles that's taken place for them, and even just different pieces of revelation, things that they've never seen before, never heard before, and just given them uh, such a greater light and helped in their walk and their connection with God. So praise the Lord. Hey, be on the lookout for the Healing Academy Volume 2. It's coming out this month. You can check on the website, chadgonzalez.com. You can also check on our YouTube channel, Chad Gonzalez Ministries. Make sure and subscribe to those and follow those so you're up to date with all the good things that are coming out. God bless you, friends. Remember that God is good. He's got great things in store for you. We'll talk to you next year, 2021. It's going to be a great year. God bless you.